Big Hero 6, Chapter 17. Inside the car, the friends struggled to escape. They were losing air quickly. But just when things were looking hopeless, a big hand pulled them from their seats. Baymax had removed his body armor and inflated to a larger size than he'd ever been before. Wrapping his arms around them, he floated everyone to the surface. Baymax bobbed on his back and placed the friends, gasping for air, on his stomach. I told you we'd make it, Honey exclaimed. Your injuries require my attention, Baymax told them, and your body temperatures are low. Hero agreed. We should get out of here. I know a place, Fred said. They settled themselves on Baymax for the ride to the dock. Gogo saw her gum float to the surface and happily popped it back in her mouth. Within an hour, Hiro and his friends were standing in front of a large mansion in San Francisco's most exclusive suburb. They looked around, confused. What was Fred up to? Where are we? Honey asked, pushing her wet hair out of her face. And where are you going? Hiro asked with a shiver as Fred went up the front steps. Welcome to Mikasa, Fred said finally. That's French for front door. He pressed the doorbell. Listen, nitwit, a lunatic in a mask just tried to kill us. So I'm not in the mood for any, Gogo said, stopping mid-sentence as the door was pulled open by a butler. Welcome home, Master Frederick, he said, in a British accent. Heathcliff, my man! Fred greeted the butler with a fist bump before turning and addressing everyone else. Come on in, guys. We'll be safe here. Baymax noticed Fred's greeting and fist bumped the butler, too. Ba-da-la-da-la! The friends walked into the vast entryway, stunned. Freddy, Honey said, is this your house? I thought you lived under a bridge, Gogo said. Fred shrugged. Well, technically it belongs to my parents. They're on vacay on the family island. He led them into his enormous bedroom. It was a virtual museum of rare comic books, Japanese monsters called kaiju, and sci-fi action figures. A huge painting of Fred dressed like a barbarian riding a white tiger hung on the wall. Wasabi stared up at the painting wide-eyed. If I hadn't just been attacked by a guy in a kabuki mask, I think this would be the weirdest thing I'd seen today. The friends settled into comfortable chairs while Baymax tended to their cuts and bruises. Hero grabbed a notepad and started to sketch. Your body temperature is still low, Baymax told him. Baymax leaned against Hero's back and began to glow red. Heat emanated from his body. One by one, the friends were drawn to his warmth. 
Fred wrapped his arms around Baymax and laid his head on Baymax's back. Ah, it's like spooning a warm marshmallow. So nice, Honey said with a smile. Hero's sketch turned into a picture of a bird, the image he had seen on the metal structure the microbots had been carrying. Does this symbol mean anything to you guys? he asked. Yes, Fred said. It's a bird. Hero looked at Fred and sighed. Yokai was carrying something with my microbots. This symbol was on it, he explained, hoping it was a clue to who might be behind the kabuki mask. But for now, it seemed like a dead end. Apprehending the man in the kabuki mask will improve Hero's emotional state, Baymax said. Apprehend him? Gogo asked. We don't even know who he is. I have a theory, Fred said, and ran to his carefully archived comics collection. He held up a comic book and showed them a masked supervillain. Dr. Sinister? he asked the group. Fred frowned and turned the page. Actually, millionaire weapons designer Malcolm Chesitick. Then he held up another comic. The Annihilator? Fred asked and shook his head. He showed one last picture. Behind the mask, wealthy industrialist Reed Axworthy. Fred ran to his computer and pressed a key. Don't you guys get it? The man in the mask, our yokai, is none other than, the group gathered all around as Fred hit another key, high-tech tycoon Alistair Cray. What? Hero said. Fred nodded. Think about it. Cray wanted your microbots, and you said no. Rules don't apply to a man like Cray. Hero sighed. He was going to need more evidence than a guess from Fred in order to believe that the richest man in the world was also a crazed criminal. There's no way. That guy's kind of high profile. Then who was the guy in the mask? Honey asked. Hero didn't have an answer. I don't know he said. I don't know anything about him. He looked over to Baymax, who suddenly displayed Yokai's vital signs on his chest screen. His blood type is AB negative. Cholesterol levels elevated. Blood pressure 130, Baymax said. Baymax, you scanned him? Hero asked, unable to contain his excitement. The robot nodded. I am programmed to assess everyone's health care needs. Hero jumped up. I can use the data from your scan to find him. Gogo was skeptical. She snapped her gum. You'd have to scan everyone in San Francisco. That might take forever. Hero sighed. He knew she was right. He began to pace. No, 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 no. There's always a workaround. With his fingers, he tapped his head 
trying to force an ID to come. And then he saw one of Fred's toys. I'll scan the whole city at the same time. I just have to upgrade Baymax's sensor. He looked from Baymax to his friends. Actually, I need to upgrade all of you if we're going to catch this guy, Hero said, ready to head back to his garage. Wasabi said, upgrade us? What are you talking about? We can't go against that guy. We're nerds. Honey approached the subject more calmly. Hero, of course we want to help but he has all those microbots and we're just we're just us no he said you can be way more hero looked up at the superhero art in fred's room and his mind swam with ideas yeah hero thought way better upgrades fred said can you feel it our origin story begins. He was giddy with delight. We're gonna be superheroes.